Okay, we're Mitzvah Hashem going to finish the Masachta, the Memam and Beis. We're going to pick up at the bottom of Memam and Aleph, seven lines from the bottom. Tan Rabbanan. Now the Gemara here brings a Brisa that's referring to the Mishnah. The Mishnah discussed two kinds of animals, Midbarios and Baisos. Midbarios are, are animals that live out in the Midbar, out of the city, and Baisos are animals that live near the house. Midbarios are considered Mokta, and you cannot shachtam on Yamtav. Baisos are not Mokta, they live near the house. And what's the definition? So the Mishnah has a definition. The Gemara now brings a price that it has a definition. What's considered midbarios What are considered baisos? Midbarios, animals that are considered midbarios are what? They leave the city Pesach, time to go to the midbar. Right? They graze in the, the afer out of the city in the fields and the marshes. And they only come back in after the end of the summer and the fall, when the first rains begin to come, that's when they return. That's considered barrios. They're not around the entire spring and summer until the fall. Veilin biases, what are considered biases? When they, any animal that leaves, they graze out of Verbos and they come back at night, and they sleep within the tchum. So if they constantly go back and forth each day, that's considered biases. If they leave for the whole summer, that's considered midbarios. That's the Tanakhama. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, no. Whenever they're coming back, whether they're coming back every night or they're coming back in, this, in the winter, that's considered biases. What's then considered midbarios? When they leave the city and they graze in the afer, and the marshes, and they don't return to the yishuv at all. Not in the summer, not in the winter. They just leave, and if you want them, you have to go and get them. They never return. That's considered to be midbarios and to be considered muksa. So now we see that, according to Rabbi, he has a stricter definition of muksa, but nonetheless, he agrees there is muksa. In fact, the Gemara umi isla Rabbi muksa. Does Rabbi hold of muksa altogether? For habami ne Rabbi Shimon bar Rabbi Rabbi Shimon bar Rabbi Rabbi Shimon Rabbi son that asked from Rabbi. Patzilei Tumara, Rabbi Shimon Ma'u. What's going to be the din of Patzilei Tumara according to Rabbi Shimon? So Rabbi Shimon, right, we know Rabbi Shimon doesn't know of Muktzah. So Rabbi Shimon bar Rabbi is asking from his father Rabbi, what's Rabbi Shimon going to say about Patzilei Tumara? Are they Muktzah? What are Patzilei Tumara? So Tumara is from Tumara, meaning it's dates. And Rashi says it specifically dates that do not ripen on the tree. So what they would do is they would take the dates and weave a basket from the from the branches, the leaves of the of the date tree, and they would encase these dates, and they would ripen like that. And while they are inside this encasement, ripening, we want to know what's the din according to Rishimut. Would that be considered muktza? So, Amr to Rabbi told his son, no, ain't muktza Rishimut. Nothing's muktza according to Rishimut. El gregus and timukim only gregus and timukim, figs and, and grapes drying on the roof. Rashi explains why is it muktza. You put it on the roof, you're basically setting it aside, and until it dries out completely, it's useless, it's lochazi, it's unfit for consumption, and that's muktza, and nothing else. So even Pratzilet Mara are not muktza. So the Gemara's question is, it seems that Rabbi is explaining what the Allah is according to Rabbi Shimon. You probably hold like Rabbi Shimon. If Rabbi holds like Rabbi Shimon, so how could he say that there's midbarios that leave in the summer and the winter and they never come back? And they're considered muksa. If Rabbi holds like Rabbi nothing's muksa except for Gregus Vitzimukim. So the one has three answers. If you want, we can say the first answer is Hani Nami Gregus Vitzimukim Dami. 
that these animals, the Nibarios, that they leave the city and they never return, those are equivalent to Gerish and Tzibukim. When you send them away, when you let them go, that's considered being Mekatsadas from them the same way you're Mekatsadas from Gerish and Tzibukim, and even Rabbi Shimon would agree that it's Muktas. So the first answer is yes, Rabbi holds like Rabbi Shimon, and the only thing that's Muktas is Gerish and Tzibukim, and these are the same. We buy him and other terrets. The derived Rabbi Shimon Kamar, when Rabbi says that Midbarios are considered when they leave the city, sorry, when Rabbi says that uh, nothing's Muktas except for Gerish and Tzibukim, that's what Rabbi Shimon would say. But he personally, he doesn't hold of it. He holds that there is such a thing as Muksa. Midbarios, the way he defines it, is Muksa. Not like Rabbi Shimon. He buys him in the third territory. He says, no, Rabbi does hold like Rabbi Shimon. And when he said that Midbarios are considered Muksa, if he holds like Rabbi Shimon, so what's he talking about? He's talking to the Rabbanan. Me, personally, ain't Muksa. There's nothing Muksa. I hold like Rabbi Shimon. So even Midbarios aren't Muksa. But according to you, in terms of what's the definition of Midbarios, I really agree to me, at least, that Hechel the Yaitis writes with Pesach when they leave the city and they graze the whole, from Pesach time and through the summer, when they come back in the fall, since they do come back, Habayis is saying that they should be considered Baisos, they shouldn't be considered Midbarios, they shouldn't be considered Moksav. And the Rabbanan said to Rabbi, no. Rabbanan said to Rabbi, no, Midbarios said, no, those are considered to be Midbarios. Those animals that come back are considered to be Midbarios. Hadran, Alach, Mashilin, Peres, Maslika, Meseches, Pesa, Mazatav.